Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. A man walks up to a bar with an ostrich behind him. As he sits, the bartender asks for their order. The man says, I'll have a beer, and turns to the ostrich. What's yours? I'll have a beer too, says the ostrich. The bartender pours the beer and says, that will be $3.40, please. And the man reaches into his pocket and pays with the exact change for payment. The next day, the man and the ostrich come again, and the man says, I'll have a beer. And the ostrich says, I'll have the same. Once again, the man reaches into his pocket and pays with exact change. This became a routine until late one evening, the two enter again. The usual, asks the bartender. Well, it's close to last call, so I'll have a large scotch, says the man. Same for me, says the ostrich. That will be $7.20, says the bartender. Once again, the man pulls the exact change out of his pocket and places it on the bar. The bartender can't hold back his curiosity any longer. Excuse me, sir, how do you manage to always come up with the exact change out of your pocket every time? Well, says the man, several years ago I was cleaning the attic and I found this old lamp. When I rubbed it, a genie appeared and offered me two wishes. My first wish was that if I ever needed to pay for anything, I'd just put my hand in my pocket and the right amount of money will be there. That's brilliant, said the bartender. Most people would wish for a million dollars or something, but you'll always be as rich as you want for as long as you live. That's right. Whether it's a gallon of milk or a Rolls Royce, the exact money is always there, says the man. That's fantastic, says the bartender. You are a genius. Oh, one other thing, sir. What's with the ostrich? The man replies, Oh, my second wish was for a chick with long legs. Whether slightly disapproving or openly criticizing, our instinct to judge other people rears its head in countless ways. Like me, you've probably found yourself judging a person's clothing or parenting or driving, or perhaps their lack of discipline, political views, home decor, choice of car, grammar. Almost anything can be criticized. It's eye-opening to start paying attention to how often you judge other people, even in a single day. And while these judgments aren't always kind to others, they may be doing more harm to you than anyone else. In this week's episode of Positively 365, we will look a bit at this concept of judgment. But first, we have our trivia question of the day. The question comes from the world of physics. Are you ready for it? Here it is. Just how long does it take light 
from the sun to reach the earth. How long does it take light from the sun to reach the earth? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you know the answer to today's trivia question? The question is, how long does it take light from the sun to reach the earth? The light from the sun to the earth takes approximately 8 minutes and 18 seconds to make that journey. This means that if the sun were to stop burning right now, we wouldn't know it for almost another 10 minutes. Now you know. There are some common downsides to judging others. Judging others can harm your relationships. When people know that you're judgmental, it puts a barrier between you and them. They may be afraid to reveal things about themselves out of fear that you'll judge them or badmouth them to other people. At the same time, you miss out on the opportunity of finding connection and a shared humanity that transcends your differences. Judging other people feeds self-criticism. I once worked for a famously difficult boss who was never shy about expressing her disapproval to and about others. Then one day, when she made a mistake, I saw the same hammer come down on herself and saw so clearly that her words about others matched her own internal self-criticism. The more critical we are of others, the harsher we tend to be toward ourselves. It all comes from the same place. When you talk with someone who is constantly down on others, it's almost a guarantee that they're even more critical of themselves, at least internally. When we offer acceptance to others instead of criticism, we can more readily embrace acceptance of ourselves. Judging other people prevents mindful awareness. Practicing mindful presence involves not only being in the moment, but opening to our reality just as it is, which includes letting go of judgments about others. When we're evaluating people around us as up or down, good or bad, right or wrong, we're stuck in a for me or against me mode. Thus, we're fundamentally judging this life and telling ourselves it should be different than how it is. As a result, we're less able to step fully into the life we inhabit, and we miss out on all the benefits that come from mindful awareness, like less anxiety, greater fulfillment and happiness. Letting go of judgment can free us to experience presence more fully with less unnecessary suffering. 
Judging others, too, can block personal development. Criticism of others is often a substitute for acknowledging and addressing our own limitations, of which we're at least partially aware. It's hard to clean up your side of the street, as they say, when you're so focused on your neighbor's side of the street. And whether consciously or not, that's often our motivation for criticizing other people, to escape, at least temporarily, our own negative judgments about ourselves. In a similar way, judging others externalizes your peace of mind, strengthening the common belief that the source of our happiness lies outside of ourselves. We're unhappy, we tell ourselves, because of whatever we're criticizing about the other person. But in fact, each of us is responsible for our own happiness, our own peace of mind, no matter what those around us may believe, do, or wear, or say. As the ancient Stoics of Greece and Rome once taught, true equanimity comes from focusing our energy only on the things that we can personally control. Finally, don't judge the judging. Try not to judge yourself for being judgmental. It happens to everyone and can even be automatic, arising as though with a mind of its own. When you notice a judgment, you can simply acknowledge it as a product of the mind and then decide whether or not to identify with it. For example, if you see a person's dress and have the automatic thought, oh my gosh, that is hideous, you don't have to buy that storyline. You can choose instead to step out of that critical mode and open to a wider experience of the world around you. You can also decide not to give voice to that judgment. Biting your tongue is probably discretion, not dishonesty. Quieting the judgments also makes room for the powerful practice of extending loving kindness and warm wishes to everyone around us. Part of the beauty of this practice is that the glow of love that begins to emanate towards others also warms our own spirits. As we foster love for others instead of criticism, we can do the same for ourselves. And so here is my invitation for you today. What if, just for today, you decided in advance to practice seeing others with a loving eye rather than a critical one? You might consider it an act of love, not just for others, but also for yourself. I was shocked confused, bewildered, as I entered heaven's door, not by the beauty of it all, nor the lights or its decor. But it was the folks in heaven who made me sputter and gasp, the thieves, the liars, the sinners, the alcoholics, and the trash. There stood the kid from seventh grade who swiped my lunch money twice. Next to him was my old neighbor, who never said anything nice. Herb, who I always thought was rotting away in hell, was sitting pretty on cloud nine, 
looking incredibly well. I nudged Jesus, what's the deal? Would love to hear your take. How did all these sinners get up here? God must have made a mistake. And why is everyone so quiet, so somber? Give me a clue. Hush, child, he said. They're all in shock. No one thought they'd be seeing you. Judge not. And remember, just going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in your garage makes you a car. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So, until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.